Today's episode is the first one of the new season where it's just me on my own and no guest slash poppy. Um, and I think this is one of the important topics that I really wanted to talk about. Well, really since the beginning of this podcast was born. So I think it's important that I do this one on my own really. We're going to be talking about bullying and for some people that know me in real life they'll know that this is such a pivotal subject for me it's kind of I strongly believe that some of the experiences that I've had from primary school to secondary school to college through bullying has really shaped the person that I've become I felt like a shell of a human for many many years and I think it was only really say sort of the college age where I kind of like got a backbone and decided you know what enough's enough I'm not gonna let people who don't care about me and that I don't particularly care about um dictate my life and how I feel but you know it is something that I still I still feel some of the feelings that I felt back then and I think it's almost really important to address them so I'm gonna give it a go in this episode So before we get really into it, I'm just going to state that this is totally my version of the story. I, um, this is coming from like my truth and my heart, but I also completely understand that there are two sides to every story. I'm not claiming to be like an angel, but I'm just going to tell the story from my side and, you know, take of it as what you will. This is, these are my, my thoughts and feelings. But I think the first time I really remember had any kind of um, not bullying experience, but I remember really vividly being about like eight or nine at primary school, and um, someone had said some like really horrible things about me. And I remember a teacher like, or someone had said that I'd done some horrible things when actually I hadn't. It was a very like horrible relationship or like friendship. And it was going very tit for tat and her mum like marched up school and told the teacher like a load of shit but missed out all the fact, all the things that like they'd done to me. And I remember, I remember the teacher like calling me out in front of everyone and being like some people, and I've got the memory of an elephant, but I literally remember him being like, oh, some people like look really innocent and kind, but actually it turns out that they're like really horrible underneath. And I remember him literally staring at me while he said that. And I thought, A, how unprofessional of a teacher to do that in front of a whole class when everyone fucking knew it was out about me. And also just in general, that's something really horrible. And the fact that I'm now 24 and I remember that as like an eight or nine year old is just like not okay. Um, and I remember later on the like teacher pulled the teaching assistant pulled me into a like side room and was like oh this has been said this this and this and then I had to go through a whole list of all the things that they'd done and um, 
she ended up apologizing to me and was like oh like clearly this person is like their mum's come in and told one side of a story and I was like yeah they fucking have and he ended up apologizing to me and my mum but like as an eight or nine year old like you shouldn't have to a teacher shouldn't get to a point where they have to apologize to a child for their behavior like they should know better than that but you know that's hindsight and I think I'd like to hope that teaching nine-year-olds now like 15 years on is very different to what it was like back then but yeah and then it was sort of like I don't really have fond memories of school in general like it wasn't horror like there were definitely people that had worse experience than I did but it it just wasn't a fun place like I loved learning I still love learning like I miss university mainly because I just feel like my brain is not stem like stemmed enough um and I like loved going to school to learn and I think I was like labeled not a we didn't really call them like nerdy or swats but like everyone knew that I wanted to learn like I was very quiet like I'd always know the answer if the, like and if you'd put your hand up but I'd never put my hand up because I just like don't need to speak in front of everyone and, and I'd go to parents evening and all be like Yaz needs to contribute more and it's like I don't I just don't want to be picked on and like you know when you'd have to like read aloud from the textbook no thank you like I'm I'm dyslexic and I was very good at um compensating and like hiding it from a quite a young age and it was only sort of picked up when I went to secondary school and then when they did pick it up there wasn't then the support there for me until sort of GCSE year when it was becoming like very apparent that I was like good at um I could exam well but I just didn't have enough time because I just couldn't get my words out and especially with English um but that's a whole different story and then sort of throughout secondary school I feel like there wasn't a specific moment where I thought oh this is bullying but I think it was just very much not the butt of the joke it's difficult like there's I think I wasn't very good at taking banter like now I can take it I can give it out like if anything I could sometimes be too harsh but I think when you're like a 12 13 year old like practically mute girl and like you're sat on the boys table because they think that putting someone quiet there that's going to do their work is going to encourage them if I could just say to any teachers do not fucking do that because all it did was like ruin my day (laughs) I want to work they don't don't put me on a table with them and then we do group activities and they're like why haven't you done the work and it's like because I'm carrying a table of fucking five people that are just doing absolutely nothing (laughs) but yeah I remember there was like a table of boys that I used to help repeatedly like basically do their work for them and then like a few years ago they like hit on me in a club and they were like hi I'm blah 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 and I was like I basically got you your GCSE in geography the fact that you don't even remember me shows I was that level of sort of mute and sat in the background like I genuinely don't think like anyone really noticed me from the from like year seven to year year 11 or whatever years but yeah it just it just wasn't really enjoyable for me and like I had a nice group of friends and like it was fine but it just yeah like day to day it was not my favorite thing but anyway the um the main crux of my sort of issues with school and um came sort of college time and it mainly started with the long summer that you get from say year 11 into year 12 so you finish in like that I don't know end of May like mid-May end of May and then you have the rest of May June July August and then you come back in September so we had sort of like three three and a half months of just summer holidays basically and it was I don't have specific bad memories of that summer I remember it was like the first summer I'd ever really got drunk so I was like 
yeah just about to turn 17 17 I think um yeah it was like the first time I'd ever really got drunk like I started going to house parties like yeah I just loved it and we were at the beach all the time and it was great and I think within that some of the group that I was hanging around with I think where I didn't take like banter super well and um like at that point I would bite really quickly like I've always been a biter and I think I don't want to label myself an easy target because I don't want to have that as like an excuse for the way people have behaved but I do think that I um yeah well I was an easy target but I think the difference now is that you can be an easy target but you have to know where the line is so like I know that I can make fun of my my friends but I also know that there's a line you don't cross and I think that is something that when you're 16 17 people don't necessarily know and I think for me the line started to get crossed multiple times though like the bullying I experienced very very gradual like at the beginning it it was it was nothing um but I there are certain things that I do really remember like I remember one time being at the beach and my I think we had like a blow up crocodile or something and my it was my sister's and my mum's didn't want me to take it with her like she didn't want me to take it with me to the beach um but I did anyway and then I'd like made out I'd said to everyone I was like look we just have to be really careful because if I like burst it I'm gonna get murdered like by my mum just because I shouldn't have had like shouldn't have taken it anyway and then I like went to the toilet or something and I came back and they basically were like making out that they were puncturing it on purpose and they'd like let a load of air out and I got so upset and then everyone just laughed at me and I unlike like on the surface people would think that was really funny but when I'm like physically physically am I trying to say physically or visibly visibly upset I think yeah for people to just ignore that and like carry on laughing at me was sort of the first time where I thought oh actually like you don't care about my feelings you care about me being the butt of the joke and that wasn't very nice um and anyway things like that just continued and continued and then I we went to school and college sixth form whatever and we were all supposed to be friends we're going to use friends in like in quotations and it only became kind of really apparent to me when because I had like a separate group because I would like um dance a lot so I would hang out with lots of the dance girls and basically one day one of them said to me like you know they're not being very nice to you like why do you put up with it like your friends shouldn't treat you like that and I think it was the first time where I thought like oh actually I don't have to put up with any of this and I think I started trying to distance myself a little bit but it was really hard like when you go to when you live in a place where everyone knows everyone it's um yeah not very nice and uh yeah there are a few things a few major things that then continued to happen the first one being I went to a house party at I don't think I was 18 yet we're gonna go with that 17 maybe and uh we all got really drunk and I was like flirty texting a boy at the time and basically what happened was 
I don't know if I'd passed out or I was like on the floor or something. Anyway, somehow someone got a hold of my phone, went onto my phone, went onto my messages from this boy, took pictures of them with their phone and then basically circulated them around people. I didn't know this happened until like I'd gone to school and then I was like hearing whispers about it and then someone was like pulled me to one side and basically said, when you were at this party, someone took your phone and there are these pictures and they're in loads of people's group chats and they're like circulating around and they were like I was sexting a boy that was not nice and that was so inappropriate for anyone to think that was okay what's a bigger joke is that they're now so you know that's great let's hope that they've learned a lesson oh I'm probably gonna bleep that out because it was too inappropriate but anyway and um yeah so that was not great and I remember like when it all came to a head well I'm sure we'll touch on this in in a minute like once the school started getting involved like that is a criminal offense like what happened there is a criminal offense and I remember the school being like it didn't happen on school premises so we're not going to talk about it and now I think back and think no you could have taken that and I could have gone to the police with it because that's so inappropriate on so many levels and the fact that the school didn't even want to acknowledge it because it was going to be probably a lot of paperwork for them is disgusting anyway that was kind of one big major event another thing uh so I ended up losing my virginity which you know now as a sex podcaster not really a big deal that generally comes with a you know (laughs) with the remit and um I remember telling one of them like oh I lost my virginity boom spread like wildfire not I was 17 it was hardly like I was like 14 in a bush like people have got much crazier virginity stories than me if you want to listen to it in full you can you can find it it was my first ever one of my first ever episodes um I'm sure he'd be thrilled that I'm bringing it up again yeah for some reason it just kind of like this is when the bullying for me really turned online I have very recently and when I mean recently I mean only really within the past sort of just pre-pandemic because I don't count that year so maybe like 2019 that kind of time my relationship with social media is so fraught like if I could go without it I would but it's fundamentally in the way that like friends communicate like I don't think I actually text any of my friends it's all Facebook message Instagram message Snapchat if I deleted all social media I'd basically be a hermit so and you know if me like trying to podcast and promote like I have to have social media the only one I've not got is TikTok and that is coming unfortunately (laughs) this whole my relationship with social media is so twisted in my mind because I just have so many bad memories of it and um it's even like Twitter like I really know that Twitter is somewhere that I need to be for this podcast sorry I don't know why I'm getting upset um Twitter is somewhere that I need to be for this podcast because you know it's one of the only sites where I don't get sort of shadow banned because I talk about sex and sucking cock on the internet but I just can't bring myself to do it because for me it's got it holds a place of such negativity like I have it on my phone and I use it to sort of literally scroll through see what's trending um I follow a few podcasty pages to see what they're doing and that's literally it but the minute that I see like even though I literally follow like seven accounts or something stupid like the amount of negativity that I see all the time it's just crap and it brings up so many awful memories and 
yeah throughout my that sort of time I want to say it was about three months but it might have been less it might have been longer um but I do know it was a long time of basically like there were copious amounts of tweets um about me and then loads of indirect tweets that people would swear blind weren't about me but you know like I'm not a fucking idiot I knew they were about me um screenshots of group chats like private messages personal attacks like it wasn't very nice and it wasn't very fun and I remember one day I was like sat in my form tutor with like the most amazing teacher and basically the only reason that I stayed at that school for college um and she was like called me into her little like cupboard office thing and was like look what's going on and I remember I just like handed her my phone and um I'd like screenshot everything and she was just scrolling through and she was so upset and she was like why haven't you said anything and I was like because I just it was like a big group of people and then me like I already felt isolated the thought of having to go and talk to someone about it was not good I didn't I didn't want to and she was like we just need to make someone aware anyway it was marched up to the office um sat down and she was like what's going on and I basically showed her my phone and she was like okay we just need you to go home and print off every single screenshot that you have of the tweets and like personal private messages and stuff like that and so I went home and I did that and like some of the like some of the tweets and like private messages were awful like I had one that said that like they didn't care if I was gonna die if I died um I had some saying um, that I was going to hell because I wasn't a virgin. Literally saying, like, you're going to go to hell. I had screened... They had, like, group chats that were, like, purposefully made to, like, bitch about me. That were, like, called really unnecessary things. Um, Yeah, there was just a lot, basically. And um, obviously that then paired with the screenshots of my, like, sex that were passed around. Like, it just made me it was just all done to show me in a very unfavorable light and I'm sure that they um thought it was funny at the time but to me it like very much was not funny um and when I was in that meeting and I'd handed over the screenshots um of which I had nine nine pages and on each page was multiple screenshots I think like there was like six screenshots to one page and I had like a stack um there were so many and um when I handed them over I think they realized kind of the scale um they basically said to me in that meeting room they were like we've got enough here um to go to the police about it and I was like no like I don't I don't even want you to talk to them like I'm I'm literally here to make you aware and like at this point the ball was rolling the ball was rolling like way too quick for me I was like when I say that I had no part in taking it further like I was so scared and so I think when I try and describe how what I was like at this age I think people where I come across now is like so bubbly and like in your face and crazy I think people yeah struggle to imagine that I was kind of very shy and a shell of a person for instance I was at a barbecue last week and I was talking to someone 
and it was a barbecue full of um like loads of people I didn't really know and I was talking to my friend and I was saying she was saying about her boyfriend that oh he's actually really shy like and I said oh, I never would have guessed that and then I was saying well that's how I feel like I ha- I play a character basically to just like get myself through it but naturally I'm very shy very awkward and she was saying oh I couldn't I couldn't even imagine you like that and that's how I feel like some people struggle to or not believe me but take on board what I'm saying because I genuinely look back at that person and I have no idea who they are like no idea um anyway so I'd made it very clear that I didn't want to take any further I literally was just making them wanted to make them aware and that was mainly because some of them had applied to be like head girl and stuff and I thought like if they get head girl and they're fucking slagging me off like and writing horrible things about me on Twitter like that's not the kind of person that we want leading a school anyway so that weekend um at the time my mum was a childminder and when you're a childminder you have to do like a certain amount of courses like you have to do all the basic ones and you have to do a certain amount of like random ones and one of the ones my mum had picked to do was um like cyber security and like being safe online and all that stuff and it was taken by the police and um it was there was lots of it about cyberbullying and all the rest of it she was there all day and at the very end of it she went up to the person taking taking the like class and was like oh can I ask you a few questions like my daughter's going through some stuff and I just like don't know where I stand like she doesn't want anyone involved um but like I feel a bit helpless as a parent blah 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 anyway the person taking the class the policewoman was like what school is she at because sometimes schools have good programs and my mum said the name of the school and she said is your daughter's name and my mum's like yeah and she was like we are already aware of what's going on and um when my mum phoned me she was like oh they're already aware I was so upset and so angry because I was like you haven't listened to anything I've said and when I went into school that Monday I sort of explained I was like why on earth is this happening and um they basically said that some of the messages were so severe and so out of order that they couldn't do anything like they couldn't from a safeguarding point of view they couldn't take my word for it they had to sort of like go above me basically and I was so annoyed um and when the police looked into it I was then called into the room and basically the like one of the heads of the like sixth form college was like um oh you've retaliated um so we're not going to take this any further and I was like I don't know what you mean and because I had replied replied to one specific tweet and in the tweet it said I'd replied something like oh maybe you should just talk about you'll just talk about it in a in a group chat or something like that like I in my defense it probably wasn't a nice tweet but after I've had like all of those tweets on all of those screenshots that I'd ignored like you know I had a right to reply like now if someone said one thing about me I'd be straight replying or like messaging them and being like what's your problem um so because I replied to one tweet they basically said that I um was also instigating so they wouldn't be getting involved because I had replied um and the school then said that the best thing they wanted to do what they wanted to do was call a meeting because the re- by this point the rest of the school was getting involved and in in all uh from my point of view 
the school was making out like I was dragging in people and making them support take my side and at no point did I ever ask anyone to tweet anything I think people that I was like people that I didn't even know were standing up to support me because they were seeing the horrible shit that was going on like and I think I was blamed quite a lot for other people joining in and blamed a lot for other people's tweets that had nothing to do with me um and like did it make them look bad yes and did it help not help me but it made me feel good because I thought I know people have my back but it well, I did not instigate any of that whatsoever and that was nothing to do with me so when I was called into this room there were all these other people there and they literally sat us on like one side one side of the room each and like I had all these people that I barely even knew like trying saying that you're on Yaz's side and these people are on this side and I thought well that's not fucking true like there are no sides here it's just like anything needs to be sorted out um and what's a massive fucking joke is that one of the girls who specific was like should have been in that meeting and I still stand by it however many years later her mum called up and was like don't put her in that meeting and I think all right you don't want your daughter to look like a little shit but we all everyone else had to sit in the meeting like she was just as involved as everybody else she's gonna tell me i'm going to hell she should go be in the fucking meeting but anyway try not to be angry about it and um yeah so basically the meeting came like through like people apologized i cried as per and um like in all fairness like some people some people did still like they did apologize so i have to you know some people apologize then I've also had apologies years later like um I remember I was like 19 20 it was a few years after and um I was clubbing in Bournemouth and um it's actually happened twice with two people like came up to me and they were like I just want to say I'm really sorry and I'm like I appreciate that they um uh you know felt the need to say sorry like I, I appreciate it I'm a big girl I could take it on the chin but also it's it's just hard for me like I go to therapy and that I go to therapy mainly to talk about my like issues with sex and um it mainly started because of that trauma it's taken me till now I was I've only recently been able to start driving past my school without f- on being on the verge of a panic attack um I drive past it now and I don't feel sick but that's taken years of like work to do and um I would actively avoid it because drive actively avoid driving past it if I could because I would just the thought of seeing it brings all the memories back and at no point do I ever want to step foot on it again like my sisters were still there after me like one my one sister like refused to go there for college because of how they handled it and ultimately um I was told by the head of the sixth form there um who was also my geography teacher so like I'm it's sad he didn't have my back but basically said the quote was we're not going to take this any further because if we do it it will go on their long-term record and that will mean that they won't get into the top universities and they're going to go to a higher university than you are um so basically it all came down to the fact that because some people wanted to do medicine and go to oxbridge and um you know go to a better university than i was they were prioritized more than me and you know 
that's fine that they didn't want to ruin their lives for the sake of mine because I was only going to a um you know not a great school but my life's still ruined like I've had tears in my eyes this whole episode we're what 29 minutes in this like has affected every single every single um way that I make relationships with people that I trust people like I find it really hard to trust and make friends I constantly think that people have an alternative agenda I want nothing more than to have a big group of people but just like functionally wise I cannot do it like I can't have a big group of people like big group of friends around me like I've got smaller groups because my brain can handle that and you know it really it really does affect me and I like the amount of slut shaming I received at like 17 18 I do think is shaped the person that I've become like I do when I'm in one of those bad states of like my depressive moods and I do feel slutty and disgusting that's what I come back to I remember those tweets the fact that it's so many years later and like they're still on my parents computer at home I remember going to uni and uh we were talking about it because obviously I went to uni straight after and I mainly went and got him 50 grand's worth of debt for the escape because I didn't really know anyone from my school going there um it was literally a fresh start and it really was the best thing that I could have done because I really became the person that I am um but in there we started talking about like friendships and I said I find it so hard and I was explaining what happened to me and people said you know it kind of explains some of your behavior is that you're so guarded all the time and you think yeah and I think it always will affect me I think about like my future kids and having to put them in school and that's I find that really stressful like I I want to put them in like a private school with smaller classes because I think that that will be better for them because they'll be less I just don't want them to have to experience what I did um and you know I could have got loads of statistics for this episode because you know we do love stats and statistics but there's no point in me like reading off facts to you when in reality like the things that I've been through and grown through you know show that it it can get better and it will it will get better it does get better you know I've had to work really hard for it to get better and go to therapy and like relive it all over and over and over again for me to be able to like vaguely vaguely talk about it and um you know I mean I'm crying now but you know I used to it's taken me a long time to be able to talk about it at all but um it does get better and for like anyone listening who has either experienced it years ago and like is embarrassed who maybe even feels like they did do something wrong um like I know that the people that did it to me don't feel like they did anything wrong I know that because I know they've told people that I'm I then have heard from and they don't understand what they did and that's fine like I'm not here to make make them think that I'm not here to make them feel bad for what they did you know they probably have a very different story but this is mine and um yeah to anyone out there who is going through it you know you can do it
but yeah thank you for listening it's been a, a bit of a toughie um but yeah i'll speak to you next week bye